0: Hey guys, PJ here with CLK supplies. And you know, the other night, it really got me thinking right now you guys are out providing essential services, um, working on autos, walking into people's homes, going into their businesses. And I really started thinking about it. And I realized I was like, you know, what, locks and keys in the public space um, are dirty, right? They're real dirty. As a matter of fact, I was like, you know, when was the last time that I disinfected my own key ring that I use every day? And the truth is, I, I can't really remember um, when the last time um, I disinfected them. And I guess I probably shouldn't be admitting that right now, but I am and uh, after this, I should go get some Lysol and spray them. But it really got me thinking, I was like, you know, right now you guys are out there, you're doing this work, and then you're going home to your families. And I think right now anything that you guys can do just to keep yourselves safe, keep the, you know, the ones that you live with, your loved ones safe as well, is just good. Right, it's something that we should all be trying to do right now. Um, and so I was like, you know what? I don't really know very much about, uh, you know, wearing gloves, masks, doing that kind of stuff. It's like, so you know what? Let me go ahead and I got a hold of a couple industry healthcare industry professionals, and um, I'm getting ready to hop on a call with them. And um, I'm going to ask them specifically, you know, locksmithing related questions when you're working on locks, when you're you know working on keys, you know that kind of stuff. And I'm really hoping that you guys will um, find the information um, useful and helpful, and you know maybe you already know all this stuff, which is great, and maybe this can just be an encouragement for you. So I'm going to go ahead and get this call started. I hope you guys enjoy and stay safe out there. All right, hey, uh, Brittany, Matt, thank you guys both for uh, hopping on here for a few moments with me. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, glad to be here.: Thank you. Um, Brittany, we'll start with you. Um, Could you just give us a little uh, background about what you do professionally?
1: Yeah, so um, I'm a physician assistant. I work at the hospital primarily, um, intermittently, also in one of the clinics that's affiliated with the hospital. Um, I specifically work in gastroenterology, so all things gut-related, and I've been doing that for about the last eight months. So. Um, it's my first job out of PA school, so it's been a lot of learning, but it's awesome. Oh, great. Yeah. Um, Matt, how about you?
2: Yeah, I'm a nurse. I've been a nurse for eight years. I uh, work at the hospital and uh, I work specifically in oncology. Uh, and so, uh, one of the worst things that can happen to a cancer patient is an infection. So we're all always
0: very proactive about infection control and ourselves and our patients. Okay. Perfect, guys. Well, so kind of the other night, it got me thinking, um, looking at um, seeing a bunch of different social posts about locksmiths wearing, you know, some gloves and masks. And it really hit me that locksmiths right now are going out into the public places. They're working on um, public locks on doors. Sometimes they're having to take those locks and keys and they're bringing them into their van to either repair or rekey. Um, At the same time, even the keys, I mean, I realized it's like, man, you know, I don't remember the last time ever I've ever even disinfected my own keys and all day long, they're being handed keys back and forth. Um, Same with making keys for cars. If you were to lose your key to your car right now, they're going to come out there, they're going to get in the car and they're going to, you know, program a key to it. And I was like, man, I was like... You know, I personally don't know of any really good practices to make sure to try to stay safe because you know these guys, like a lot of other people, are you know working throughout the throughout the day and then they're going home to their families. And so I just wanted to get a couple people together and I thank you guys for coming on here to kind of kind of talk about it for a few minutes and give everyone some tips and tricks. Um, So um, I guess I'll just start with just basic, you know, gloves. You know, wearing gloves. Um, I'm obviously i think it's good to wear them right great question
2: and the thing about wearing gloves is what are you touching while you're wearing those gloves you know i i see people a lot of people at walmart wearing the gloves and they touch the cart with the gloves they touch the food with the gloves they touch everything at the register they take out their credit card and pay and then when they leave the store they might take off the gloves but they've touched everything so have they really protected themselves from contamination later on um and so you'll see in the healthcare field, I mean, you know, whenever you put on gloves, as soon as you touch the patient, they're considered contaminated and dirty and you don't go and touch anything else. And then when you need to go to the keyboard or do medication or leave, you take those gloves off and you wash your hands. And so I think you just be mindful that gloves are, are good, but they're not necessarily protecting you if you're just touching everything you
0: normally would touch. Okay. I guess that makes a lot of sense, right? I mean, if you have gloves on and you're touching stuff that, you know, could be, you know, dirty, and then you touch your face or something, that doesn't really help you too much, does it?
1: Right. Yeah, and it kind of goes along the same ideas of, you know, cross-contamination, kind of like what Matt was talking about. You touch the grocery cart, you touch the, you know, apples that you bought, then you touch the cart again. Um, The whole idea is to, as soon as you touch something, once you're finished touching that one thing is to take the gloves off either put new ones on or wash your hands afterwards and go on with your next thing. Same as you do with a patient. Um, you don't walk into a patient room, put gloves on, touch the patient, then, then go chart on something, then walk down the hall, go into another patient's room with the same set of gloves on. Um, patients wouldn't really appreciate that. The hospital infection control people wouldn't appreciate that. And so you have to kind of think about it the same way as you would any other everyday object. And so I would assume with the locksmith. Business that you know if you're going into somebody's home or you're touching somebody's car, you know taking that lock or key or what have you back to your vehicle wearing the same set of gloves, doing stuff with it in the truck, and then taking it back, wearing the same set of gloves is not doing you any favors
0: okay, because you're kind of just contaminating everything all at the same time, essentially right right yeah, yeah. okay
1: at least that that's what i I mean Matt correct me if I'm wrong, but I would imagine that that's all kinds of cross-contamination
0: totally agree okay now as far as like taking gloves off i mean is there now so i guess i should back up so um for like a mobile locksmith who's out there making keys for cars um or working on some door hardware when they're done then they're they're not going to have like a sink and soap to wash their hands right like they may be able to take the gloves off but then i mean they could maybe use some hand sanitizer or something but there's nothing else for them to really do. I mean, you guys have any, maybe tips or, uh, or suggestions or even I've also kind of thought about like when I've taken gloves off before one hand, right. You're glad, you're grabbing the other glove, but then when you grab the other hand off, you're kind of touching it, so to speak. I mean, how, is there any good practices or tips for any of that kind of stuff?
2: I mean hands is be really
0: better than nothing.
2: Um, you know, whenever I take gloves on, I guess I you know, I do like to say pull one hand off and then try to get my thumb underneath the edge of the other one so I'm never touching the outside of the glove. I'm not entirely sure how your vans are set up, but if there's any way to like to have a barrier of a clean side and the dirty side so you maybe consider the driver seat and in, in steering wheel like your clean area like never take anything into that that hasn't been wiped down or cleaned and then maybe the back is more of the dirty work area and then so if you're ever going to go back in the clean area don't do so unless you wash your you know wash hand sanitizer or something wipe down anything that you might be taking in there um okay. just to kind of separate those two things um and uh, again, compared to healthcare, once something's entered a patient's room. Uh, it's considered that patient's. It belongs there, not necessarily dirty, but kind of. It's not. You're not going to like take it into that room and then go take it into another patient's room. Or uh, I think of food a lot. You know, once food goes in the patient's room, if we're not going to go keep that up in the same microwave and use one microwave for 50 patients because that's going to contaminate it. So in the hospital, there's clean rooms like the med room or nutrition room where um, you don't think, think, take things back into. So if, if the locksmiths could. Kind of think of their van in that sense of you know creating the clean space in a contaminated space and some kind of cleaning process in between the two. Uh, What are your thoughts?
1: Um, uh, Probably about the same Um, you know if you can have you know like Matt said one specified area that's specifically for dirty things versus clean things you know if you if if you can wipe down the cab of the truck um, and just kind of have that as your clean area. And then, you know, have one area where it's specifically, okay, this is where all I'm going to throw away all my gloves. If I'm wearing a mask, this is where I'm going to keep all of my stuff. And then at the end of the day, get rid of it all. Um, you know, even if it's just keeping like a grocery sack in the back of the truck where you can put discarded gloves or masks or what have you, um, and keep a bottle of hand sanitizer back there. And then also one in the front of the truck where you can, you know, clean your hands off once you finish you know, making keys or taking locks off or, you know, I'm not 100% familiar with exactly what you guys do. But, um, you know, once you finish the dirty work, um, you know, and and if you're going into somebody's house or you're going into somebody's car, taking off the dirty stuff, putting a new set of gloves on, going into their home, coming back, taking the set of gloves off, and then cleaning your hands and then getting into your clean zone before you drive away or what have you. um, I think that that Okay, perfect.
0: Yeah, thank you. That's, you know, that's really interesting. I never really thought about that. If you kind of considered the front of the van as the clean space um, and then the back part is like the dirty space. That's really great. I think that's helpful. Um, as far as like wearing masks, I mean, is that something, um, I don't know, I kind of see a lot of different stuff about it and different masks. And um, you guys have any recommendations? Like, do you think it's good to wear? Like if you think if they're going to be going into a spot that's probably – um, like, uh, maybe like a doctor's office that they're going to go, they have to go repair the lock or they're going into someone's car that they see, you know, is sick or something, you know, and that, you know, or they're, they're it's questionable. Um, is wearing a mask a good idea?
1: It's, it's changed so much over the course of, even the last two weeks um now i've read that the cdc is recommending that you cover your face if you're going out in public or if you're going into another space that isn't necessarily your own um regardless of what you do now um that opinion has changed we started off well don't wear a mask if you're not sick um only wear a mask if you're exposing yourself to people who are potentially sick you know on and on um i Matt, do you know of anything specific? I just know that they've recently changed that um, to any type of face cover and doesn't necessarily have to be like an n ninety five or a surgical you know scrub mask or anything like that
2: yeah it it's definitely a moving target, and so when we talk about the transmission of covid nineteen specifically it's not what we can, would consider airborne where it's a small particle that's just going to blow through the breeze, with a breeze. Uh, it's considered what we call droplet, which means that as you talk, cough, sneeze, there's going to be these micro droplets that go and suspend in the air and they'll kind of hang out within a six foot radius of a sick person for a, a short amount of time. And so the idea of masking goes two ways. One is someone could have potentially coughed or spewed those droplets out in the air and you could be sucking them in. Or you might be sick and not even know it. We know that uh, we're not certain of the exact incubation of how long from when you're sick and contagious to when you actually show symptoms. We don't know how long that is. Exactly, CDC kind of keeps throwing different numbers around. And so you might already be sick. And so the hope is if you're wearing a mask and maybe you aren't too sick yet, you're not going to be infecting other people. And so. We're seeing a lot of things in the hospital. Uh, the hospital I, I work at has has started supplying masks on a voluntary basis. If you if you want to wear a mask in patient care, uh, it's it's encouraged but not mandatory. Uh, I went to the grocery store this weekend and I wore a mask. Uh, you know, there's a high uh, population density at the grocery store, and you know, just a, an extra precaution and just in case I might be infected myself, I don't want to get anyone else sick. Uh, So I went ahead and did that. But you're seeing a lot of different things out there. Mm -hmm. Uh, You hear a lot about N95s, and that would be for more of an airborne um, disease, uh, which you really don't need in your general community setting.
0: Okay. Okay, so yeah. So let me ask the question a little differently. Um, If you were going out and making keys for cars, you know making getting in some strangers car to make keys for them or going into their uh their home or their business to work on the locks do you think i mean would you guys be wearing masks right now i would yeah okay okay and what mask would you guys if you guys were in these situations i mean just kind of any mask is better than no mask and what are some things that maybe people could look out for if they decide that, you know, they want to be wearing them?
2: Well, I saw a woman wearing a party hat on her face, if you can imagine. Okay. wouldn't um, <laughs> recommend that. Um, uh, there's some simple face masks you can get. Anything that keeps dust out is probably going to be uh, better than nothing. Um, my mother crafted me these lovely uh, superhero-themed masks. Oh, um, Ooh, you're
1: Fancy.
2: I had one too. I was on the for that. Uh, And it just has simple elastic over uh, the ears. And I I did wear this to Walmart. Uh, I have a Spider-Man one too. Okay. Um, Nice. (laughs) Now, if I were in in the hospital in the patient care area, I would use a hot medical grade surgical mask. Those are quality tested and more guaranteed and more appropriate for that setting. But for general community, anything that's going to in your mouth. um, Now you hear a lot of banter right now about bandanas. And that's because the CDC put out this hierarchy of all these suggestions for um, protecting yourself. And, you know, number one, this was earlier, it was like, hey, full head-to-toe, wear in precaution gear, and like, if you don't have that, then this, then this, and this, and so level six was like tie a bandana around your mouth if you have nothing else. And that's more of a recommendation, like if we were at the end of all other resources
0: okay
1: and on that same side too i think it's important that your employees one have the option of doing it you know they can choose it's for their own benefit or not their own benefit whatever they feel but also making sure that when they go and see somebody say hey i'm wearing this because you know i don't want if you know, this can be asymptomatic. I don't want to expose you in case I've been exposed because I am working with the public. You guys are c- considered essential workers. Um, and just making sure that when people show up, you know, to somebody's home or to somebody's car and just say, Hey, I'm not doing this because I'm sick. I'm doing this so that I don't get sick. And so that you don't get sick and just kind of making sure that, you know, it's not because they're physically ill out there with coronavirus, you know, showing up at somebody's house, but just say, Hey, you know, I'm just doing this for my own benefit, for your benefit. Um, mm-hmm. And I think most people are probably pretty receptive to that.
0: Okay. Yeah. That's probably a good suggestion, right? When you walk up to someone to do work for them, to let them know, Hey, I got this on just as a precaution for both of us. Not, you know, yeah. That's and kind of,
2: on that same lines, uh, I'm, I'm getting a shipment. I'm getting a fridge this week and I got a call confirming drop off and they told me over the phone, our delivery guys are going to be wearing masks. They're not sick but just as a precaution for themselves and for you, just so you're aware. So if you guys do any kind of confirmation call, I think that's the time to just give a heads up.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, that's great. That's a good one. Just to, you know, let the customers know ahead of time what to expect. So when a guy gets out of his car or his van, they're not kind of like, whoa, you know, what what's going on
1: here? Right, right. I mean, it's, it's a time where it shouldn't be unexpected to see that kind of thing, but it can be a little off-putting too you know if people are paranoid about it or whatever um it's just you know just a nice thing to do yeah
0: i think so i mean i think if someone were to walk in our building you know even just bringing in a shipment or something right now and they were wearing a mask i mean i would at least think be like oh man is that person okay you know uh, what's going on so that's great well, perfect. So I mean, the last question I just wanted to ask you guys of any extra precautions that we haven't really covered um, for these guys, you know, going job to job, sitting in the people's vehicles, homes, all that kind of stuff. Just any basic precautions maybe you think that they um, could be taking on, on top of
1: this? Um, well, I know that uh, at the hospital, they we have scrubs that we're allowed to wear and change out of and wear our Our street clothes, Um, but I know when I get home, the first thing I do is change and shower. Um, I'm not necessarily working directly with patients who are sick um, or have confirmed, you know, corona. But you know, we are working with the general public. We're in high density areas where people could potentially be carrying the virus. Um, But I think it's just, you know, just coming home, leaving your shoes outside um or at least not treat you know don't walk through your house with your shoes on um Mm -hmm. showering i'm not saying you have to completely you know strip down and take a bath and bleach but um but just you know come home change your clothes shower and then go about your regular business you know once you get home from work at least that's what i do but i'm matt what about you that's exactly what
2: I was gonna say to wrap things up. Uh, I call it the garage strip tease. You know, you, you get home and take off your outer layer, put it in a plastic bag, go inside. That goes straight into the laundry shower. Uh, it's how nurses, PAs, healthcare providers uh, keep from getting sick uh, during during flu time and everything. Uh, at my specific hospital, uh, we—I mean, it's pretty common for uh, surgery. Every, every surgical suite in the in the nation provides scrubs for surgical. Uh, nurses and rotators. My hospital started providing scrubs for COVID uh, nurses. So anyone who's taking care of those patients are being given a fresh pair of hospital scrubs in the morning. They change before they go home. They probably still leave their shoes outside and they should and, and shower when they get home. Um, and it's just an important measure to keep ourselves
0: and our families safe. Okay. Okay. Yeah, guys, I think that's great. I think that's some good information. I mean, so, I mean, just the 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 thought for me at least of like viewing the front of your work van or your work area um, that you're as a clean zone and then another part as kind of a dirty zone. So when, you know, when you go into the dirty zone to make sure you're wearing gloves and when you're going into your clean zone, you make sure that you're clean. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That, that's really great. I really appreciate you guys taking the time to um, get on here and, and talk to me about this. And I, I hope um, lots of us out there will find it really helpful. Great, guys. Well, thank you very much. All right, thank All right. you. Alright, well, you know what, what a great call. Um, Brittany, Matt, thank you guys so much for taking your time to hop on um, that call with me and talk about it. And I, I really thought it was really great information. You know, I, ne- I really never thought about keeping, you know, thinking of a, a safe zone and then like a dirty zone. Right, and I think that's just that's really awesome. I think that's something that everybody, um, if you're not already doing that, can implement that um, today, right, right away. Get out there, you know, clean the front of your vans, and you know, designate it as the clean space. So I hope this uh, this video was um, helpful to you guys. I appreciate you guys watching. Stay safe out there doing your work, and we'll see you next time.